Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Home Podcast. My name is Taya Luku, your host on this show. Do you know that getting married to the absolute love of your life does not guarantee you a life of unending happiness? Truth is, you can very quickly go from deliriously happy to miserable and frustrated. But you don't have to. And that's where this podcast comes in. On this show, I'll discuss real issues couples face on the journey to finding happiness in marriage. And I will also be sharing great tips that can help you intentionally create the marriage of your dreams and build a truly lasting happy home. Follow me on this journey. Please stay tuned. Welcome back to a new episode of the Happy Home Podcast. I am so glad to be here bringing you another episode. My name is Taya Aluko, as always. And today's episode is, I have to say, a bit of a personal one for me. Because I'm going to be sharing lessons from that I learned in the past few months because of certain things that I, I recently went through. Um, I just felt that I've learned a lot from these incidences and I also felt that it would be great to share it with my listeners particularly those who are in relationships and so as some of you probably already know that I've been married for 22 years and like every other marriage uh, we've had our own fair share of ups and downs I would say that in 22 years both of us have grown we have evolved And that we continue to grow and we continue to evolve. And I do know that one of the things I talk about often is the importance of growth and the importance of having a growth mindset. And what is a growth mindset? It's one that allows for flexibility and one that is open to considering your spouse's point of view, even when that point of view doesn't seem to make sense. That's a growth mindset. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode just explaining the growth mindset and how you can use it to build a stronger bond and to have a healthier marriage. But back to what I'm talking about today, back to what I'm sharing today. So in my marriage, recently we went through a very rough patch. And it was one that left me scared, one that made me question a lot of what I know and what I teach. And let me stop here and say that it's not unusual to go through rough patches. It's not unusual to have conflict. It's not unusual to have situations and challenges. You know, but this particular one, I mean, I would say it carry weights, you know, in in Niger parlance. It really did leave me wondering and pondering. And, you know, as things began to unfold, what I wanted to do at first was to point the finger and blame. In fact, that's what I actually did. You know, I found that both of us focused on blaming, both of us focused on judging, even though I repeatedly teach about not doing these things. I just found myself that in the heat of the moment, what I wanted to do was blame and judge. And that only escalated things to the highest decimals of conflict. And it left me feeling trapped. It left me feeling frustrated and honestly, totally confused. 
how can you be dealing with this kind of conflict when you teach people how to resolve effectively? That's what I kept wondering in my mind as I was going through that season. That here you are, a relationship coach, teaching people how to resolve and in your own marriage, you are not able to resolve. Honestly, I felt like a fraud and a failure. But you know something? I'm grateful and I'm thankful that I had great confidence. You know, the word that repeatedly came for me was to be silent, to be quiet, to be silent. I was to be still, to allow tempers to cool off. And you know when the Bible says there's a time to speak and the time to be quiet or a time to keep silent, that was it for me, that this was not the time to speak, this was not the time to try and prove a point, to try and get my voice heard. It was just a time to be quiet, to be silent, to be still. And I'm not going to lie, it was very hard. It was hard. But I obeyed. I had to eat humble pie. I had to kill all my feelings of entitlement. I had to kill all my desire to be right. I had to stop shouting how right I was for everybody to hear. You know, I'm grateful and I thank God that with the passing of time, normalcy and peace was restored, but not without me learning vital lessons. And it's these lessons that I want to share, you know, some of them that I want to share today. And the first one is that I realized was that it's quite easy to miss a new season. You know, one of the things that I was not mindful of was the fact that my marriage was actually in a new season. My relationship with my husband was in a new season. And I missed it. Or I was almost missing it. And so it's important that we are very attentive. That as we go along in this journey of marriage, we evolve, we grow. Be sensitive, be discerning, be perceptive, be attentive. I'm learning now that, you know, the things that I did in the old season, not necessarily will they work in this new season. But you will only know that if you even recognize and realize that you've entered a new season. I hope I'm not confusing you. Anyway, the second lesson that I want to, you know, share is that after 22 years in marriage, realizing that my husband was not the same person, I needed to recognize his growth and I needed to adjust accordingly. And I needed to start honoring and respecting the new person that he was becoming. And the same way he also needed to start honoring and respecting the new person that I was becoming. And so, what is the main thing to note? That honor and respect must evolve as seasons evolve. The third thing that I want to share is the fact that love language can change. When what you once did that worked magic no longer works, perhaps you need to find out if the love language of your spouse has changed. In fact, 
You even have to find out if your own love language has changed. Why? Because love languages change. So you must continually, you know, check, do the checks, continually, um, what's the word now? Re-examine. I think that's a better word. Continually re-examine where you both are at, particularly in the love language department. Now, the fourth thing that I want to talk about or share as a lesson is do not trivialize or dismiss each other's vulnerabilities. You might not understand it. You might even feel it's completely ridiculous, but do not be dismissive. Instead, learn to listen, learn to hear, and learn to show genuine concern. That's all your spouse needs, that you hear them, that you show concern. Number five, when you do wrong, apologize quickly. Even when you don't feel like you did wrong, still apologize in the moment, particularly if tempers are getting heated. So for instance, your spouse says to you that you have done wrong. You might feel that you haven't done wrong, but they are feeling wronged. Apologize. Apology does not kill anybody. It doesn't. Number six, wisdom is profitable to direct. Not everything should be shared. And this is not about keeping secrets. Sometimes, you know, your partner, your spouse might be in a position that they cannot handle certain information. So don't share it with them at that time until you get a leading or you get wisdom on the best way to share it with them. Know that not everything should be shared. Not everything. Number seven, delay is not denial. Hmm. What you give up in a season will come back to you. If God truly wants you to have it. So that you give up something in a season of your marriage doesn't mean that you are being denied of that thing. Because when the time is right, that which you gave up in a particular season, it will come back to you if you are meant to have it. Delay is not denial. Delay is not denial. Number eight, never stop prioritizing your marriage. Never. Prioritize your spouse. Be present for your spouse. Don't be so buried in your work and in projects that you don't recognize when your spouse is no longer priority for you. Eventually, they will voice out their frustration. And that's even for those who will talk because some people will not talk. Some will just walk away and begin to find solace elsewhere. It's important that if you are married, you've taken the vow of marriage that your husband, your wife continues to be your number one priority. And so never stop to prioritize them. Important. So these are the lessons that I took away from the season of, you know, I don't want to use the word turbulence. Honestly, it was a time that you can call turbulent. But for me, I feel that it needed to happen because I, I think that God was calling my attention to certain things. 
I think that, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, there were certain things that I had was losing grip of and God needed me to focus back on them. So I'm really grateful for that season and that time. And, you know, that's another lesson that you can take away that sometimes when conflict happens, it happens because, you know, God is calling your attention to certain things and except there's an interruption, you will not begin to pay attention. So I took away so much learning and I'm still learning. And that's why I'm saying to you that your conflict can help you to grow better in your marriage. How do you use your conflict? Do you look out for lessons? Do you look out for what God might be saying through that conflict situation? Don't let any conflict that you go through waste because both of you can come out better people if you are with the right mindset and you focus on taking the learnings. Anyway, that's what I have for you today. I've been wanting to share this a while and I've been thinking, should I share it as a podcast episode? Should I say it on Instagram? But yeah, I'm sharing it as a podcast episode and I feel great doing it. And I hope that you also will take a thing or two away from this episode. I hope it blesses you. Thanks for listening again. God bless you and see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Happy Home Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, or Spotify. Check out my website, www.tayealuku.coach, for other great resources. You'll find the link to my website in the show notes. You will also want to get my happy home affirmations. These are eight powerful audio affirmations that will completely transform the energy in your home. Link is also in the show notes. See you on the next episode. God bless.